I'm William E. Davis. I play the cigarette smoking man, and you're listening to Intro to X. to X, this podcast is out there, and there, and there, and again, and again, and again. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me are the two pennies that keep on appearing again and again on this podcast, Brad and Terry. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Isn't it a saying like that? Isn't it like a penny always turns up? Or I don't know, something like that. Some of my magic to say. <laughs> You know the old phrase, a penny always turns up. As we always say, a penny always turns up. Take a penny, have a penny. Uh. It's something like that, Brad. Not mock me. I'm going to find out. I'm going to now. Always a penny. Never a dime. I... Plus ten pennies turn up. Mm. Nice. Ten penny opera. Um... Uh... <laughs> ten penny opera. Wow. That's right. Wow. I've, not, I've only seen it's ten ex- penny. It's, one. Expen- it's an expensive <laughs> opera. <laughs> and we have two special guests with us this week. Uh, we have Matt. Matt A. Woo! Hello. Hi. I'm, and we I'm have... sitting here in in uncomfortable silence. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I'm sitting here in my underwear or something. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That would be cool. Everyone get Do two things. <laughs> and we also have Mila. Woo! Hello there. I've got all hey. my sunflower seeds ready. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you do a molder though and are really gross and like throw the seeds everywhere. The, the, the spit covered seed shells. All right. Whoa. All right. I will. <laughs> like a messy squirrel. <laughs> so Claire, what was your prediction for the episode Monday? Well, I actually got a little bit of it right uh, um, today because my prediction was the picture was an actor who looked familiar to me wearing a bomb vest, question mark, and I predicted (laughs) that he wanted to blow something up in a bank, possibly. Yeah, I got that right. Yeah, thanks very much. On a Monday, and there was going to be something where... Like some of the characters are going to be like, "This is the worst Monday ever." Rip, rip. And that's why it's going to be And it was going to be a twenty. Fox Mulder like- is Garfield in Monday. <laughs> and it was uh, going to be like a twenty-four uh, style episode, so it was going to be like a little timer, and it was going to go through the day. Uh, you know, like the Monday. So I got a bit of it right. I was very pleased with myself. Nice, Brad. What was on TV? Uh, guys, listen, maybe you wanted to watch this episode of X-Files, uh, but maybe you want to make better decisions with your life, um, so you could have watched some other things. Uh, there's a Buffy episode, it's called Enemies. Enemies. Ooh, uh, so this is still a Faith thing, right? Cause, yeah. Because she's still around, and now Buffy and Faith are mad at each other because Faith won't take responsibility for oh. killing the mayor's assistant. Enemies. <laughs> They're enemies. <laughs> They're frenemies. 
That's cool. Um, that's a great show to watch. Here's another show. It's called The Pretender. If you happen to have been living under a rock... Uh, <laughs> Have you heard what this show is about by any chance, Well, no, uh, on the, on the tell me part. about it. Um, well, uh, this is a little show. It's about a guy that is so super smart, he's able to pretend to have other jobs. To what end? Um, to the end of having other jobs. <laughs> other than the job he has, which is to wander around. <laughs> <laughs> With a sad suitcase full yes. of movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love it. Um, this week's episode was PTB. <gasps> Does he pretend to be PT Barnum? <laughs> and he opens up and he opens up. Um <clears throat> Jared tries to help a radio talk show host who's on the run from a mysterious stalker. Miss Parker must decide whether or not to leave the center and join Thomas, who is moving to Oregon. <laughs> Thomas. Is that uh, her, like, mysterious long-lost twin brother or something? I, like, I think it's... One of them? Oh. I think it's Thomas Kincaid, and she's going to Oregon <laughs> to live in his Christmas cottage. Awesome. <laughs> wouldn't want to do that. Anyone. No one would. Who would do that? <laughs> Sounds terrible. Um, the uh, only memory I have uh, that goes along with this episode would be of watching Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which apparently I should have been watching the Twilight Zone episode Shadowplay, because that's what they really stole it mm. from. I'm like, yes. okay, whatever. You're going to tell yourself X-Files. Yeah, exactly. We didn't steal it from Groundhog Day. We stole it from this Twilight Zone episode <laughs> Shadowplay. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Have an original thought. Okay, so uh, now it's time for 60 second summary. Yes. Not me, not me. Not me. Oh no. Not me. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, people, uh, all of our names are going to be on a list <laughs> as soon as I type it up because I haven't done that yet. So talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> um, this should be like the, the scariest shortest. list ever. Yeah. Mm. I don't know about Scarier this. Scarier than Shinji. 60 second <laughs> summary. Listen, you, we listen. We should all we will summarize it over and over again until we get it right. <laughs> until we get sixty seconds, we're just gonna keep well, doing. One it of us over. dies. Yes. All right. Whatever one happens first. <laughs> all of our names are on a list. And click, 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 click. It's Matt. I knew yeah. it. Oh. I knew it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you handled that M way too long. I guess. <laughs> Oh, the suspense was high. <laughs> uh, please take a moment, collect your thoughts, think about what happened in this episode. Uh, what were the characters doing, and why were they doing it? What were they wearing? Why? Um, you can have grossness was in their lives. Both mm, grossness was in their hair. Um, uh, like what grossness are they sleeping on? Whatever. Uh, whatever you need to discuss this in sixty seconds. Uh, in as much detail as possible without going over or ridiculously under because then you would be a chump forever. <laughs> over and over again. Every day you're a chump. You're going to look in the mirror, you're a chump again. Every day for the rest of your life. But no pressure. No pressure at all. No pressure at all. And you will be going in three, two, one, go.
All right, so Mulder wakes up. Uh, his waterbed is leaking, so he has to pay his landlord for the damages, but he doesn't have enough money in his bank account because he's a loser. So he has to <laughs> deposit his paycheck in the bank because he doesn't have direct deposit because he's a loser. <laughs> so he goes to the bank. There's a guy holding the bank up. His name is Bernard. He, uh, he blows the bank up, kills Mulder. Then Mulder wakes up again, and, and the day has restarted, and the day keeps restarting. So there's a girl named Pam who... Uh, senses that the, the day is repeating. She's in her own living hell. Uh, she tries to talk to Mulder, get him to uh, to realize what's going on, but she keeps having the same conversations over and over again, so she's getting uh, distraught. But uh, eventually Mulder, I'm not sure how, figures out that the day is repeating. <laughs> he has deja vu. So he gets Scully to bring Pam into the bank. Uh, Pam is unfortunately killed, uh, but uh, this is good enough to keep the day from resetting because I guess in this universe the, this universe wants Pam dead so Pam is dead and that is the episode Whew. one minute two seconds Ooh. nice mm. you still check lost your uh, still check, lost. check your check your watch <laughs> I'm, I'm checking it well he what happened was I think is Matt paused a little after you said go oh, and yeah. I really think that was ah, the two seconds that was so the two lost. seconds thank I think you two seconds <laughs> yes. I, I thought that was on purpose because he wasn't gonna have enough to say so uh, he was trying to yeah, I was like, get uh, two extra seconds stretchered stretchered <laughs> listen you're not a chump and that's the important thing you're exactly. just a loser <laughs> I'd rather be a loser for one day than a chump for the rest of my life. True, yeah. yeah. True. So I've got, I've got People something out there important. Know that I... <laughs> I've got something important to say, guys, which is the saying is a bad penny always turns up. <laughs> so I was basically saying that Brad and Tammy were bad pennies, and for that, I apologize. Because you're not bad pennies. You're shiny new dollar coins. Ooh. <laughs> Shiny new dollar <laughs> coins. You mean the coin that no one wants in America. <laughs> the coin that is loathed by everyone. <laughs> More than the penny. The so dollar cool. coin. I, I enjoy them. Shiny dimes. Because then nice. you could be a, a, not only a nice shiny coin, but also a tasty chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yum. <laughs> okay, so uh, what about fun facts? Uh, Matt, do you have any fun facts? Yes. In 1968, design student Charles Pryor Hall invented the modern waterbed. In 1971, <laughs> he patented his design under the name Pleasure Pit. Oh! <laughs> Hall experimented with various substances to put inside his prototype, including cornstarch, which was uncomfortable, and jello, which decomposed. He also experimented with various substances. <laughs> That's gross. That's fun we'll fact get, we'll one. talk about Mulder's wobbly sex pet later. Oh. Mila, do you have any uh, fun facts? Well, um, I will connect my <laughs> regarding waterbed because that's probably my favorite part. <laughs> as you know, unlike you all, I love Dreamland and I love Maurice Fletcher. <laughs> Just makes me so happy. So that waterbed has proven. Um, the hardest prop to lock it for this episode. There you go. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> any more fun facts? A 1986 New York Times article noted that waterbeds were, quote, filled with up to 250 <laughs> gallons of water and who knows how many tons of sexual promise. Oh. Oh. 
The heyday of the waterbed was 1987 when waterbeds accounted for 22% of all sales in the United States. In 2014, less than 2% of American homes have waterbeds and the government no longer even collects ownership data on them. I think we need to know who has them and where. Yeah, we almost need more yeah, information. Yeah, we need, we need an index of like who these people are and what are they doing with their lives and who they've killed. <laughs> do they have mirrors above them? Oh. Mila, do you have any more of that? Well, how can I top that? <laughs> Apparently, um, um, the... I went a little bit overboard with uh, the amount of water. If uh, you know that much water have spilled, have leaked from uh, from Mulder's waterbed, uh, he would be laying flat. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I didn't think that. I was like, that's um, a lot no, of water. There is, uh, apparently, yes, yes, yes. That's, <laughs> that's way too much. So well, I don't know. Probably most of my fun. <laughs> there was not ma- many fun facts. Uh, regarding this episode, so I just cling to waterbed facts as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, here's a fun fact. Apparently the makeup department to give Pan the proper look just put mascara under her eyes <laughs> and Ooh. smudged them to give her a quote-unquote haunted look. <laughs> How about just a dirty look? She yeah. just looked dirty like she hadn't. Yeah, she did. And all those days that she kept living over and over, she didn't think one morning, maybe I should take a shower today. Uh, maybe exfoliate a little bit, you know? <laughs> Open those pores up, clean them out. Yeah. Ugh. Back in the 70s, a typical queen-size waterbed could easily use 1,500 kilowatts a year, often making it the largest consumer of electricity in the home. Whoa! If Mulder still lived in Virginia in 2014, he would own a soft-sided waterbed and be paying about 12 cents per kilowatt hour. This modern waterbed would consume approximately 450 watts per hour. If Mulder heated that bed for 10 hours a day, it would cost him $444 a year to operate. Wow. wow. Why? <laughs> Why would anybody do that? Um, the actor that played Bernard, I was looking him up just to see what he was in, and he was in a movie not Fifty Shades of Grey, but Forty Shades of Blue. <laughs> How <laughs> is that? <laughs> Didn't you know who's that then? Oh my gosh. Okay, so there I go. <laughs> That's actually um, my like personal connection. Um, well, sort of. Because he used to play in um, in Northern Exposure, haven't you guys watched it? Um, oh, yeah. Like one of prominent roles there. That's Ed from Northern oh. Exposure, which oh. was the only the only TV show that I used to watch regularly. You know, in the times before binge watching, because I, I could never <laughs> <laughs> I could never I could something. never watch any. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's Ed, and that uh, only because Northern Exposure used to be. Um, when when I on Fridays, well, just when I returned from my boarding school and I was sitting down to dinner, it was on TV, and uh, any other show, I just I, I could never get into like a habit of sitting down at a certain hour, you know, at a certain day. So mm-hmm. that's but I loved it, <laughs> and also he's the son of John Bly, of the guy who played oh, John Bly. Oh wow! Oh, Facebook. I do see a yes. similarity. Yeah, Absolutely. they're both kind of creepy <laughs> lizard people. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, they look um, like creepy Elizabeth. I don't like remember him from Northern Exposure. I do. I remember Ed. Ed. That's yeah. Ed. The, I don't the, the Ed. film, uh, film obsessed, uh, like um, half Indian guy. Yeah. Mm. 
uh, the, the, the one who called, you know, Sco uh, Mar Marty <laughs> and uh, Woody <laughs> and uh, all the all the great filmmakers, like uh, has been pen pals with uh, with them. Matt's like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, all I remember all about right. that is Janine Turner and how sad I was when I found out she was a conservative. Oh. <laughs> okay. And the moose at the start. Oh, and I the moose to too. Love it. Yeah, ex exactly. I just love it. I well, back never in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fun. A lot of fun watching exposure. Well, mm. that's well as you know, I've watched it <laughs> like 15 years ago, so that's how I remember. Today, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to love it. <laughs> um, the other fun fact, which isn't so fun, but it's just like, uh, okay, so the director Kim Manners, realizing it would be a monotonous episode decided he would play with the camera angles. So it took two weeks to break down the timing of all the scenes in this episode. What? And, um, yeah, it took him two weeks to break down the episode. And Carter considered it a success. He later said, it was one of the things I was proudest of all year. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. So I just found that, like, ugh. All right. Of course, I didn't watch any of the episodes this year except that one. So uh, <laughs> I, I just don't watch this shit, you know. I just of course, crank he wasn't out. proud about killing Spender off because no. he would be. You know, he should. He should feel ashamed. Oh. oh my goodness! All right, so uh, let's get into this episode. This is gonna go quick, right? Cause yeah, it's really yeah. just the few scenes we gotta talk about. Yeah. I was excited that they, we it started with a bank because I was like, oh, yeah. Right. And then I thought that we were for a minute. I thought we were in San Francisco because, like, when there's that shot and you can see like how there's that that really steep incline in the road, yeah, like, going up. So it kind of looked like San Francisco. I was like, <gasps> because I love San Francisco, but I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Scandal. That's where the waterbed comes from. Oh. Of course um. it does. <laughs> So we do start off the episode with uh, Skinner outside of a building and a bunch of cops and you get the feeling this is not a good thing and, and Pam running up. And Lieutenant Krasko, who has a magnificent mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, including Pam, who knows Skinner by name and is yelling that he, uh, that sh he needs to stop this. Don't let it happen. Uh, we shoot and can, can we just assume that she spent most of the time like she figured out that Mulder's a dummy and he can't, she can't get him to do anything differently so yeah. now she's moved on to Skinner and it's like alright this is the guy that can get shit done except at the end of the episode we find out she's tried everyone but Mulder maybe because she thought he was a dummy and she's like no it can't be this guy I think she I yeah. think she she says she's been through everybody else oh. <laughs> and uh we see Scully inside holding a um half-naked Mulder <laughs> yeah. on the floor, cradling his head with blood everywhere. Let him die! When we yep. saw this, I was like, oh, we're gonna have Groundhog Day. It's gonna be Groundhog Day. Yeah. Because um, you know they're obviously gonna reset it somehow. Yeah, exactly. I just, uh... I, my note was, I wish, and then so this would be a Groundhog's Day episode. <laughs> 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 um, and then, yes, we see Bernard who, uh... We see him strapped with explosives, and the whole building uh, explodes. Which, you know, for TV at the time, I was like, oh, that's a really interesting beginning, though, to an episode. Like, if yeah. I was really into these characters, <laughs> I would have been like, 
What? And especially if this then, was it's like check and yeah, uh, and Kirsch. <laughs> but, yeah, but see the thing with Crycheck and Kirsch is I actually believe that they could die in the show. True, true. Where I just, yeah. uh, you know, Mulder and Scully, they're not gonna like, die. Like, I, so. I, I mean, I knew they wouldn't die. That's what kept me from cheering. I was like, Mulder's <laughs> not gonna die. Yeah. I can't get too excited about this. Yeah, I said I liked the beginning. It was just a little obvious, but it no. still was good. It sure. was a good yeah. beginning. Um, so then we start the repeat of the scenes, really, where Mulder wakes up in his disgusting water bed. <laughs> Okay, can we, can I say, okay, this makes no sense because that he's like, oh, I think it was a gift, like, about his waterbed. What? So you think it was a gift that someone went into your gross hoarder room that was hoarded up to the ceiling, <laughs> cleaned that out. That in, is a gift. Installed a mirrored, mirrored ceiling, installed a waterbed, and installed all the rest of the stuff in your bedroom, and you think it was a gift, you have no idea where it came from, and you're still going to keep that creepy watery sex bed with mirror over the top why do, do you remember oh, the end of the, such a creep do you remember the end of that episode I'm sorry you remember the end of that episode when he ran to the hallway and looked around like oh what <laughs> like I guess he just was like alright cool um Santa's real FBI profiler <laughs> FBI investigator Fox Mulder great job <laughs> oh. what was he supposed to do though bring back all the hoarding stuff you know all the mess he could have oh, put rid of the mirror above his bed. It's yeah. creepy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And cool. just gotten rid of the no, water bed. He, does it, he tells Scully about the water bed later, but he doesn't go, oh yeah, and I have a mirror over my bed. Because that's when she would have thrown up all over herself. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh. Yeah, I, I just feel like he should have gotten rid of that water bed like the moment he got back to town and yeah. was living his life again. <laughs> because <laughs> just still an improvement. You know, it, it, I, I still do think yeah. Fletcher has improved his bedroom. <laughs> it is true. It's, yeah, it's better than the sofa. It's but. better than a horde. Except that he sleeps on the sofa later on this episode because somehow he's starting to remember, maybe, sort of. No, it, no, that's because he doesn't have a bed. Because he gets rid of the, the water. Because that's yeah, the next day. Oh, is that the next day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I just thought maybe he'd smartened up and not slept in that gross waterbed anymore. Well, it's it's dead now. You can't sleep in it. <laughs> it should have been dead before. It's, when you find a waterbed, you put it down. <laughs> I tried to find some statistics about how often waterbeds leak, and in all the frequently asked questions, like, you know, how... What happens if my waterbed leaks, and how do I repair my waterbed? Not one of the answers was get rid of the waterbed and buy an actual bed. <laughs> When in fact, Make that's the sure only answer. you don't have a Edward Scissorhands sleep in your waterbed and then wake him up suddenly, like in the film Edward Scissorhands. Because that's this is why, did, planning. why does teenage Winona Ryder have a waterbed then if they're that expensive to run? Like, are her parents minted? They only live in, like, the little Tim Burton suburbs. It's um, Perhaps they bought it without thinking of the energy costs. Maybe. And poor planning. Yeah. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, yeah, and... It's leaking so much that the downstairs, the downstairs neighbor calls him to let him know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah. yes, he's not supposed to have a waterbed in his apartment. Yeah. Because yeah. they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, the fact that there's water on the carpet 
means that he suddenly turns into like a slapstick routine. Yes! Slipping and sliding all over the place. And I was like, it's on carpet, Mulder. It's not like it's tiles or marble and it's slippery. It's carpet. What is ha- what is happening? Every single time there was that scene, he's slipping and sliding like he's Bambi on the ice. I'm like, I love the bit where he's like, where there's like the 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 plug to the alarm clock, and the water is just spraying the outlet, and he's just like, I'm just gonna grab this. I'm like, I understand it's already shorted out and everything, but I'm like, I'm still just not. I'm gonna leave that. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah. So then we're at the FBI headquarters, and. Uh, Mulder is at his desk and which again they're back in the X-Files headquarters they're officially officially back on which um, Crycheck I mean at Crycheck Spender kept that place spick and span oh yeah and it Mm -hmm. is back to fully hoarded out oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's gross and someone just got shot and killed down there oh Mm. I wonder if they I mean they must know that Spender's dead or do they just think the spenders? Oh, they oh, might not because he was quitting. They might not know that he's dead. <gasps> yeah. What if Kirsch that doesn't really know sad. that he, that Spender's dead? Kirsch knows. One, Kirsch one of my notes later, heart. when there's the first bit of the meeting, you know, where they're in the yeah. boring FBI meeting, my note was, "We're never going to see Kirsch again, are we?" And then I drew a sad face because it's <laughs> like we're never going to see him again. I bet we'll never see him again. No, we have and that makes to. Makes me really sad. We have. to. Don't say that. We <laughs> lost. We lost Spinder. We can't lose Kirsch too. <laughs> we lost both of them. It's, it's awful. It's the saddest episode ever in retrospect. <laughs> it's like that episode and the Big Coat episode. Put them back to back, and you just got like all the tears. I have a question for Mila. Mila, right? did you watch the X Files when it aired? Uh, yeah, not regularly, as I stated, stated though, <laughs> because I could not do that. But anytime I caught it on air, yes, I did. And and where do you lean on the Kirsch Spender is awesome uh, <laughs> spectrum? Have, have you listened to like recent um, recent episode with uh, Illyrio? Um, I was like that that <laughs> that guy <laughs> or that girl, um, <laughs> like hating them. Well, maybe not Kirsch. <laughs> Spender for sure because that mm-hmm. you know well there was our boy you know <laughs> yeah. that's how it was back then yeah 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 how is Mulder your boy I don't understand why you worst. guys say these things it's like you're oh, saying God. words but I don't understand <laughs> what they are <laughs> <laughs> well that's how it works <laughs> That's what it was. A lot of teenage yeah. hormones were going on. <laughs> I don't know. Oh no, it's he, that's, it was not my type, but yeah, maybe. It's just, you know. <laughs> it's the 90s. It was a weird time, guys. It was. It was, really it was a weird, weird time. time in the 90s. Uh- <laughs> he was doing some kind of witchcraft back then that had everyone under his spell. And we only didn't get affected because we didn't watch it at the time. Maybe. So, Tammy, you didn't see Mulder shirtless in that waterbed looking up at that mirrored ceiling and think, maybe. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. It was like all the gross things combined together. (laughs) So you got the mirror, you got the waterbed, you got Mulder. cancel each other out. No. It was too many. It was just... (laughs) 
compounded one on top of the other. <laughs> Whoa. And so, uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> down at the uh, office, we see Scully got, um, she, you know, Mulder missed a meeting. Scully's out of the meeting for like an intermission session <laughs> of the meeting. And um, it is the most boring meeting. I actually feel really bad for Skinner. Yeah. He has to relive that meeting over and over oh. and over again. Oh, However, that's terrible. the one bit in this, the first time we do this meeting where um, Scully and Skinner, like Skinner gives her a look, which is the kind of where the hell is Mulder look, and she looks back at him. And I, I wrote in my notes, they have more sexual chemistry in that one glance <laughs> than Mulder and Scully have had in six seasons. So <laughs> true. Have you noticed the look that the secretary gave to Skinner? I could not like understand what is she trying to say. She squinted her eyes like, and it was like she was mad at Skinner. Because <laughs> <laughs> she she knows. She yeah. yeah, yeah. She can't. She she's not a very good actress. She can't hide it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yes. Are are there's a threesome going on? Oh, oh. it got a little weird like the previous night. Oh, <laughs> um. So yeah, Mulder's gonna go down to the bank. <laughs> he's he's not going to that meeting. <laughs> Why would he? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to go to that meeting either. Uh, and then we see uh, Bernard and Pam, and we start seeing that Pam can almost mouth what Bernard is going to say. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, we're having Groundhog's Day through her eyes. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, and then we get to... Bernard, you don't need to, like... Don't, don't like, rob a bank. Just, like, buy your lady some chapstick. That'll make her life so much better. <laughs> and it's soap. It's soap on a rope, just, even. Like, do something about those tr- dry, cracked <laughs> lips. And, like, I think her life is gonna be, like, 90% better. And also, as we've learned from Nutty, people, you're not... You're, you can't actually rob banks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just not... You can't do it. Like, the, the, I guess money isn't around like that or something. Yeah. I don't know. She explained it in a previous episode. <laughs> Go back and yeah, listen to that one. <laughs> like, it's the worst. Listen to all the episodes so you find out which one it is. Like, just because <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> uh, I can tell you it was probably the Pine Bluff variant because that was the last time Mulder was in a bank. Uh, oh, was that? Yes, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Where he, yeah. Just where become a white collar, white, white collar criminal. You can get away with anything. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Not that I would know. Uh, anyway. Tammy's <laughs> <laughs> ordered criminal past review. Tammy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You're we a have... full on. What was that name of that woman from... Uh... <laughs> Bonnie Wilder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bonnie Wilder, I miss you. I totally forgot about Bonnie Wilder. Okay. I actually, today, randomly, I have to say, randomly, Bonnie Wilder popped into my head for some reason from, from Unexplained Mysteries, and I did a smile, and I was like, oh, Bonnie Wilder. <laughs> I wonder what she's up to. Oh, my gosh. Starting new jobs, helping companies build from the ground up. <laughs> we can she build can't. it together. <laughs> But she can't hide anywhere. She's a big woman. <laughs> She's such a large woman. I mean, you wouldn't think she would be a criminal because she's so fat. Where is she going to hide the crime? Everyone sees her. 
Look out your window! There she is! <laughs> She's in a different state! I'm officially lost. Um, guys, if you haven't listened to our Unsolved Mysteries episode... From... I remember that episode. Well, I remember uh, that episode of, uh, you know... <laughs> so good. So yeah, good. The only episode you ever need to watch of, un- of Unsolved Mysteries, Matt, is the Bonnie Wilder episode. Yes. I have Amazing. Um, <laughs> you know, the actual God. show, but I had such a great time you know <laughs> <laughs> I mean you think a woman that fat wouldn't be a criminal <laughs> oh my god she's large I have to I now yeah I'm writing it down Honey Wilder Unsolved well, yeah we'll have to look that up and put it on the group again yeah I'm gonna watch it again as well just because it's, uh, it's so funny. Yeah, you post that in the group. I'll post uh, this advertisement for waterbeds. Oh, gross. Uh. <laughs> um, oh. All right, so we have uh, Bernard in the um, in the bank yelling, "Face down!" You know what this is. I like that. That's his line. Yeah. Uh, you know what this is. Um. <laughs> and in the transcript, the hysterical woman is the woman who needs to be slapped. Accurate, accurate. When when Scully is when Scully's holding like shot Mulder, yeah, I I really think that she has an un like a, 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 the her urge to declare him dead is almost overwhelming. <laughs> Like he's, he's, I want to say he's dead, but I'm so torn in my emotions because I don't want him to be dead, but I want to say he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, also Mulder's line of, you're the boss. <laughs> you're the boss. Um, <laughs> Bernard picking up on it right away. All right, I'm the boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we do have the uh, teller who goes ahead and trips the silent alarm. Um, which obviously someone was going to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised it was her that did the tripping of the silent alarm since he was with her with the gun on her, and it wasn't any of the other tellers who And of course the silent alarm's on the floor, because yeah. he seems surprised that like, you did the... Well, of course it's on the floor, so you can trip it without them seeing that you've tripped it. Yeah. No? Um, so Scully walks in because Bernard didn't have the forethought to lock the doors, um, and what an idiot! <laughs> she's yelling at him to drop it, and um, they go back and forth. No, you drop it! You drop it! <laughs> uh, and yeah, so he does not. Or Scully only drops it when Bernard shows that he's got all the bombs on him. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, then they, at some point he trips the bomb and boom. We start the day over. Um, can I just take us back for a second to my favorite lines in the episode? And I only caught this in the in the in the ca- in the closed captions. Um, but as Mulder's going into the bank the first time, um, uh, the teller's like, "Yes, we'll give you credit." Okay, thank you. I guess <laughs> we'll give you credit. Okay, thank you. And then he, and then the guy seems to leave. Like that's all he needed. <laughs> so good. Amazing. Ah, bank, 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 bank. Let's bank work. Ah, money transaction. We'll give you credit. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. 
Oh, oh my goodness. So, yeah, so then we start the day over with grossness and <laughs> Mulder and his water bed. And um, I'm trying to see what the difference was in this, this version. I think this one was the one where we see more of Pam and Bernard. Um, mm -hmm. And they're back and forth before even leaving the house. Why doesn't she try and stop him then at that point? I mean, I guess... I don't know if we we just have what? missed... Because she says that she's tried a lot of different things... But I know she says she's tried phoning the police on him. Why doesn't she phone the police and call in a bomb threat on the bank? Because then they would close the bank. Yeah. Like I was like, why didn't she do that? Why didn't she cut the wires on the bomb or something? Like yeah. break yeah. the bomb. She why she must have tried. She's she told us all the things that she did. She I, did those things too. I, I swear you do yeah. fifty you got fifty tries. I feel like she could do better. <laughs> 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 well, and we 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 find out that well, and I guess we don't. I don't know if we find it out or not, but I don't feel like Mulder is the key to making it, making the change. It really ended up being her sacrificing yeah. herself. Yeah. So if she yeah. was really the thing that needed to change. Then I think that what she did was try everybody else, which is what she mm -hmm. said she did, and she never tried to do anything herself. I think Mulder's mm -hmm. genie wanted her dead. Oh, Armani, what's your problem with that? The hair? The makeup? <laughs> True. <laughs> you would think Mulder'd be into those things. So. Yeah. No, but the genie wouldn't. Oh, no, the genie the genie. Oh, yeah, very yeah. high standards. Yeah. The genie's like, oh, get your makeup together. Take care of those dry, cracked lips. Oh, you look like a meth mouth. Gross. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, meth mouth. Uh <laughs> That's Carol Burnett's daughter. Is it? fact that I saw oh. in my uh, my X Files book. She's uh, the daughter of Miss Hannigan. That's an actual fun fact. Yeah, it's an awesome fun fact. My, my other facts were fun facts too. <laughs> they were terror facts. Terror facts. <laughs> do you mean do you mean the uh, you know actress who plays Pam? Yeah, Carrie uh, Hamilton. Okay, uh, I didn't know that. I knew she died a few years later. Yeah, she died of lung cancer three years after this. Oh. I hope you feel bad about mocking her chat. I'm sorry for the blues now, Brad. <laughs> you know that he doesn't, but no, no. like she has like issues. Well, and I'm sure she doesn't care because she's yeah. dead. So I don't know if she actually cares either. Yeah. And either either those were like um, accentuated by the makeup department to make her look like she looks, or it's from lots of smoking, which ended up killing her. <laughs> yeah. So lesson learned. She yeah, she started smoking cigarettes as a teenager. Apparently, don't smoke. It's bad for your health. Science yeah. fact. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> and it's apparently bad for those chap-chap lips of mm. yours. <laughs> Gross. Um, okay, so uh, we see Mulder and Scully again. Um, Mulder missing the meeting, wanting to go to the bank. Uh, yeah, this, this scene plays out over and over again. I think it's not until toward the end when he starts having the whole idea of deja vu. Well, they talk about fate and stuff throughout the episode. Oh, yeah. Points, don't they? And it's like... Yeah, it's... Mm. It's they're really trying and it's so I dumb. didn't feel they needed to do that because obviously you're getting that anyway like you don't have to be so heavy handed about the talk of fate and I don't know it's just I calm it down because as usual they're both wrong <laughs> is... in such weird different ways <laughs> mm, yeah yeah 
so and yeah. everyone in this episode speaks in riddles they're all playing the pronoun game particularly pam because whenever she warns someone she's like you can't go in there don't it's happening again instead of being like hey i don't know why it's weird but we keep living this day over and over again my boyfriend's gonna do this this is what i've tried before you know well, I mean, instead of being so vague she doesn't even have to say that she could just say hey don't go in there. My boyfriend has a bomb strapped. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't... Apparently, she has tried that. No. Well, she always says that he's going to rob yeah. the bank, but I don't think she says he has a bomb because that's the bit that's always a surprise to Mulder, and that's why that's the bit that he repeats to himself to remember. Yeah. It's like oh, she. Yeah. It's like she hasn't put it together that he has a bomb. Yeah, because even she just if... thinks the bank blows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah, she I'm says, um, yeah, in fact, in this, this is a scene, she says, Mulder, don't go in the bank today, and he says, excuse me, Bernard's in there, please don't go in the bank. Oh, okay, who the fuck <laughs> oh, is Bernard? Bernard? Yeah, I'm Bernard. sorry, do I know you? She says, you pass me every day on the street, every single day, this day, on your way to the bank, and then you go inside, everybody gets killed. Nowhere does she says there's a bomb. Oh. Uh, you, your well, partner, yeah. Bernard, everybody. Uh, Mulder says, I pass you, and then we die, and then she says, yes, over and over, only the last time you looked at me like you knew me. Don't go. It's a real. Uh, that's she, it. And her, that's it. In her mind, it's a real Scrooge McDuck scenario where it's like nobody's giving my money. I'll blow it all up first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. then he she hears. Could be clearer. Perhaps yeah. she. Perhaps she's like Mulder. She remembers pieces of the day before. She knows that the day is repeating and that Bernard goes into the bank and they all die. She just doesn't know exactly how. Maybe that would make sense if she, she's yeah. not remembering the whole you, thing. You, you think she would notice her boyfriend? Like he's wearing this really stiff jacket all of a sudden. <laughs> huh, there seems to be wires coming out of the bottom. Huh. It's weird. A noise. Hmm. Huh. Weird. She's not remembering the really important parts. Yeah. <laughs> um. A sm- they have a small apartment. Like he's he's building that bomb like in the kitchen. <laughs> like there's, yeah. I do like that she has stopped him enough for him to be l- later than normal going into the bank. So when he goes in, Scully's in there first, mm-hmm. and so you know, and everything still ends up going down the way that it it goes down every day. But the fact that Scully was in there first was just kind of a, yeah. a change, um, which I liked. Um, I love that she says like that she's at one point tried to call the police on him. I feel like, and again, I, this is why I think that she doesn't realize it's a bomb. Because you think you said my boyfriend has a bomb in any scenario, like he has a bomb and we're and he's about to take me to the bank. If there's any kind of scenario, you ought to be able to stop him if you say a guy's got a bomb. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and so then we start the day over again. <laughs> And Mulder already apologizing to the um, the neighbor downstairs. And then we see Pam now trying Scully. Okay, let me see if, if I can tell Scully not to go to the bank. Here's the bank, the information about the bank. Don't go to the bank. Don't send your partner to the bank. Don't let him go. Because um, she remembers enough to know their names and where they work and... I mean, I feel like she should be like, hey, do you guys remember that episode of The Twilight Zone? No? Oh, what about the movie Groundhog Day? <laughs> um, Alright, I'm kind of in one of those sitches. Um, more so The Twilight Zone than Groundhog Day, just for the record. Uh, but... And Mulder will believe her, because it's Mulder. Oh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, if you're gonna get anybody to believe you, I mean, you ended up with, with two, of the, two of the best FBI agents to believe your crazy nonsense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Mulder and Scully go back and forth, and then Mulder makes a comment about needing to go to the bank. Scully picks up on it and says, "Oh yeah, don't 
for whatever reason, don't like somebody crazy came and told me not to go in the bank. <laughs> if, a, if a crazy white-haired old man or a kid comes in and says go to the bank, whatever you do, uh, don't go to the bank. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, and yet, yes, they bring up fate again. Well, right now, I'd say you're fated to be going to this meeting. Look. Yeah. Ugh, don't. <laughs> so Mulder says, look, I'll go. I'll just use the ATM instead. But then when he goes to use the ATM, the ATM is broken. And he oh, no, no. I think you mean he says, I'll go to the ATM machine. Oh, yes, yeah. he does Just another that. reason to hate yes. that fucker. Yep. Yeah. That would get you beaten up if you were in the British movie The Riot Club. That's why the guy gets beaten up. Because <laughs> he, he points that out to someone because they're like, Oh no, it's the pin pin them because they're like, uh, put in the pin number and he's like, actually it stands for personal identification number, so there's no need to say number and then they beat him up. <laughs> they're trying to rob him. Nice. <laughs> but I'm like, well it's true. <laughs> Probably and not the time to point it out to someone <laughs> on the back. <laughs> they're trying to rob you. Um, and while he's at the ATM, Pam is there and she's like, Hey, do you remember me? <laughs> Which, obviously, he wouldn't remember her. Um, yeah, so she tells him not to go in, and it always ends the same, and we keep having this conversation. <laughs> so how many times, that's, how many times has she tried Mulder, then? Because we know she's tried him already, like, t- two or three times just in this yeah. episode. At one point, she, but, said she throws out the number of 50-something. Correct, but yeah. I thought she had also said she went through everybody else before him. So, mm-hmm. But she, that's why she thinks he's the the one that makes the change. The, right. The variable. Yeah. The variable, which I don't, I don't understand why he would be the variable. Genie. Well, that's what she thought, but yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't, yeah. Um, yes, because that's a conversation where he says, um, if what you're saying is true, how come I don't remember it? How come you're the only one? Uh, yeah, and then, she, so it was 50 times that she said that to him, so it must have been even Ugh. more times that she's tried. So she's lived this day for like a year now. Ooh. Wow. I, I still scary. I mean... I yeah, cause, and then, because right after, she says, I don't know, I just do. Be glad you don't. Please, you can stop this. You're the variable. It has to be you. I've tried everyone else. And uh, again, I feel like again, <laughs> making this movie after Groundhog Day came out, you know, you get to, you know. There's that point where he's like, he's like pissed off about it. And he's just like killing himself. And yeah, all yeah. That. But then there's like and the learning to play the, the piano. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. She, there's if there's no way that this has gone on this long that she hasn't like crested that and yeah. gotten better. Like I just feel like she's very bad at this. Much like these sad sack immortals. Because yeah. <laughs> she's kind of like a sad sack immortal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you gotta end up being like Bill Murray at the end of Groundhog Day. Like, you just start yeah. learning things yeah. and picking things up. Learn to play the piano, get those lottery numbers, like, I, whatever Making you Making the most do. of it. But people. I don't know, if the day goes the same way every time, it's... I can understand but, why that is so repetitive that it's... It's different from living for a long time. I, That's... That's different. Well, that's because she's focusing on the negative. What if yeah. in that in that morning <laughs> her she boyfriend just boyfriend blowing up a bank. yeah yeah, yeah. I what if it. what if in the morning she just decides oh Bernard's gonna go blow up this bank got it so you know what I'm gonna do I'll just drive with him to the bank and then when he gets out of the car I'm also gonna get out of the car except I'm gonna go have a good time yeah. I'm gonna go have some fun <laughs> I've got exactly. those lottery numbers I'm gonna be a millionaire for a day yeah. and then I get to start Why over again. Why did she ever try going? Going where? 
What she must have, but what I don't get, she must have tried going in the bank at some point with him because you think that she would get so sick of it that she would think, well, if I go in the bank and get blown up as well, then it might end it. I don't think so she... sick of his death, kind of like committing suicide. And wouldn't that end it then? Because that's kind of what happens at the end of the episode. Yeah, and I don't think she did because she doesn't think she's the variable. So it doesn't matter but if I mean, she's the I don't there mean or not, if she so... thinks that she's the variable. I'm not thinking. I don't mean she's thinking oh, about yeah, yeah, it just logically. I'm thinking stuff, she's right. so desperate to yeah. end it. You think you would she try does that it at some point? Because uh, yeah. I mean, even because now, like that, she's talking to Mother fifty times. Well, so let's assume. <laughs> let's just. I mean, vaguely assume that even a hundred out of a hundred times, you didn't go in the bank one time. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. What you're saying is that you wish you could see more of the things she tried to do to stop the bank. In other words, you wish the episode was twice as long. No, no. I just wish she was better at her job. <laughs> I mean, because you could, could do it really quick. You could. You didn't have to like explain it. Really, you could do some kind of a montage. I'm thinking like, I mean, obviously it was comedic effect, but like in the Supernatural episode where they did this, yeah, and they did like the really quick montage of all the ways that you know, because it was that Dean always ends up dying, and they did the really quick montage. But just so you know that there's because that at least shows that Sam's tried all these different things yeah, to keep Dean alive, and it's it feels like it's more inevitable that right. he's always going to die. Do you know what I mean? I didn't really feel that in this because I didn't feel like she was trying that hard she was very passive yeah. in the way she was trying to stop stuff yeah, whereas it, it she really, needed to do some more action it really seemed like she had it in her mind that Mulder must be the variable and that's it and so she's already tried with him 50 times up to this point mm-hmm. and only him yeah. then uh, you would think after like you know 40 times 30 times you might be like maybe I've got it wrong maybe he's not the one either mm. <laughs> Maybe it's just someone wandering down the street who could have been the variable. I don't know. I mean, it ended up Maybe it's Teleco but... hiding in the <gasps> bank. Oh. In the vault. Oh. <laughs> He's counting all the money. He's swimming <laughs> in the money. <laughs> yes. How is being a regular Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> swimming around in the monies. Oh, so cute. Oh. The more I talk about this lady, the more she's annoying. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just think they. I think they could have been better explained in the writing. I do like because yeah. um, I think she tries to play it as well as she can, like the actress. But I just think yeah. they've not oh, really yeah. given her anything to play. You know, I actually way. found her very memorable. Like I never knew. I never seen her anything in anything. At least I don't remember. But I found her mm. like quite memorable. Oh, I thought she yeah. was. I thought she was fine. I just feel like again the writing is the issue. Because it just it seems like it should be much easier to stop this event from happening if she's had this many attempts, and that's the problem. I just, yeah, I'm not buying that's it. right. But then again, I'm a sucker for time loop, you know. <laughs> so I don't care. I don't mind when they reheat old stuff. I don't ha- mind another Groundhog Day, or you know, it it would be a problem if it was first or second season. But in six, I don't mind them, like, you know, borrowing or stealing stuff. As, as long as I think it's fun, I don't mind that much. What year was I, that? I can um, see your point, though. Oh, sorry. What year did they, no, I'm sorry. What year did they make that Star Trek TNG episode where the Enterprise kept blowing up? Oh. I don't know. I don't, even, I don't know when TNG started. Um, 
I know that they have similar plot apparently in Stargate, but I have not seen that episode. I don't know. What was the episode called? Do you know? I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. Yeah. It's uh, come on. Ninety two. Okay. Also, yep, that was way right before this. Yep. March ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not where they borrowed from. From remember? <laughs> right. 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 No. No. They borrowed from Twilight Zone. <laughs> Um, yeah, we want to make sure that they're stealing from the right thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would so have loved it if the episode ended with a Rod Serling voiceover. <laughs> I would have made me so happy. Totally. Yeah. And then it cuts to him and he's like, next time on the Twilight Zone, there's going to be a story about a man. And he's like, this is a little talking thing that I love. It's like my favorite bit. <laughs> um, so at the end of this scene is when we have Mulder in the bank just reminding himself he's got a bomb, he's got a bomb, he's got a bomb, he's got a bomb. And yeah. repeating it to himself over and over and over again. And we start seeing that Mulder is kind of sort of remembering more because like the next scene it's just him saying I know, I missed the meeting, I got it um, and I have to go to the bank, will you cover for me? And he's already like out the door. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to live with his grossness as much there. His, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's very quick uh, grossness. <laughs> and we, we just get right into the... Like yeah. And we get right into the, the bank scene, basically. Um, I've got a question. What the heck is Mulder doing with all this money? I don't know. He doesn't have enough to cover these damages, so he has to go uh, deposit this check because it's the 90s and that's what he used to do with checks back then. But wouldn't the check um, take three days to clear anyway? Like, or whatever it is. Well, but, I mean, he's written a check, he's got a, a deposit, and it's going to take time to go into the account, it's going to take time to come out of the account, he's just hoping he can play the numbers and get it to work. A personal check, maybe, but possibly not a paycheck backed by the government. Yeah. Yeah, that should go in right away. Yeah. I mean, it's thought that they would still just... take, like, a day back then? I feel like it took time to deposit a check back in the day, when I yeah, first started I, working. I don't remember. That was a long. It was time a long ago. time ago, guys. <laughs> anybody That's not remembers? One of her memories. That is not one of my memories at all. <laughs> it's a better word. The, na- we live the in. name of this bank, by the way, Craddock Marine Bank. It's named uh, after Craddock, a suburb of Portsmouth, Virginia. That's where Vince Gilligan's girlfriend Holly grew up. Shut oh, up! Oh, that dude. <laughs> I'm officially never gonna watch Breaking Bad now. <laughs> no, it's so good. Oh, also, no. also, her mother's maiden name is Bernard. Oh, God, he's just a little Chris Carter. <laughs> he is a mini Chris Carter. <laughs> I like Breaking Bad. I didn't like it as much as everybody else seemed to like it, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wasn't, I like... Yeah, I know your a... favorite character, Tammy, and it's, uh, what's his name? Hector Salamanco. With his little <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> he is awesome. He does the Theo, yeah. And he doesn't say a single He doesn't word. have a line because he's this old gentleman in a wheelchair, this old gangster in a wheelchair, and he just has a little bell, and that's how it communicates. <laughs> Did you watch the Breaking Bad middle school musical? No. no. What um, is that? It's amazing. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch it later. I'm writing it down now. I'll throw it on the group. It is. <laughs> that is frightening. Um. So yeah. So then we get uh, Pam talking to Bernard. Nothing ever changes. So now I guess she is kind of like trying to 
maybe talk to him a little bit, but he's just like, yeah, yeah, go away. <laughs> and goes into the bank. Um, and Pam sees Mulder again, and this time Mulder actually recognized her and says, you look really familiar. And, uh, he goes into the bank and the teller is <laughs> the same teller. She's, I don't know, for whatever reason, that teller annoys me too. There's just a lot of people in this episode, maybe because I have to see them so many times. <laughs> the screaming woman, the screaming woman, I'm like, uh, shoot her face off. Yeah. And, 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 and one she of the things she does get shot. Hair as well. yeah. Yeah. Her hair is insane. Oh my god, don't kill us, don't kill us, don't kill us! Hey, you're putting a bullet on your face right now. (laughs) (laughs) And when Mulder walks in, he starts whispering to himself, he's got a bomb, he's got a bomb, he's got a bomb. Um, Which, that has to be weird to, like, start just saying that to yourself. Yeah, the guy behind him is like, you know what, I don't think I need this credit after all. (laughs) 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 No, thank you to your credit. Um. Oh, and this is when we see Skinner's uh, wife assistant. Yes. yes. <laughs> and they have exactly the same haircut. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of crazy. Not, not Skinner and his wife. I mean Scully and. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, I would love to see Skinner in a red wig, though. <laughs> that's what ha- that's what happened the night before. They made everything weird. <laughs> they have ceiling mirror, though. Well, maybe you should uh, check on um, Mitch Pileggi's uh, performance as Annie. Um. So Skinner's assistant uh, comes to get Scully, and <laughs> she says, uh, "It's Agent Mulder." He says, it's "Urgent," and Mulder says, "I'm at the bank." <laughs> Scully's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> I love that. Skinner is so fed up with this crap because he's just like, oh, (laughs) like I love it. Like every time Scully has to like run out because there's some issue going on with Mulder, you can tell Skinner's just like, oh god, these two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He asks. I love his facial expressions there. Yeah, Yeah, it's so good. He asks Scully to help him, and we the next scene we see is Scully taking Pam and saying, "Come with me," and. she says, my partner says you'd know. And so this is like the first time, I guess, that she's thought to go in the bank when Bernard is in there. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. which I is, amazes me. Yeah, and uh, Mulder tries to stop Bernard while he's waiting on them to get there by putting the gun down. And I was like, are you stupid? Wait, she... Couldn't she go in the bank? And while Bernard's standing at the desk writing his crazy uppercase, lowercase <laughs> note, like, she could have gone in after him, gone up to one of the tellers and gone, hey, that guy over there is my boyfriend and he's about to rob this place. Yeah. Yeah. And then they could have, like, time. closed down the bank before... Yeah, because I Mulder feel like... I feel like she hadn't tried to go in the bank before. Yeah. Because it yeah. seems like... Even she seems a little surprised to go into the bank, so... Yeah. Um, That's true. So perhaps there's some... She's compelled to stay away, like, subconsciously. She does not want to go in. Yeah. She's fighting that impulse to go in. Maybe she just doesn't want to blow up. Yeah, Yeah, really. (laughs) Can't blame her. Yeah, really. (laughs) (laughs) Although after a while, you think you just want to. Just blow me up. Get this day over with. Now you sound like a sad sack immortal, Tim. (laughs) Come on. <laughs> if I were her, 
come on, this lady, mm. she's what? pretty bad. <laughs> what happened to the plan of winning the lottery or going to... Oh, no, no, yeah. no, if, it, me, were, if it were me doing it, that's different. I'm saying this lady, you would think she would have... I argue. see. <laughs> I feel like there should, like, there should be an extended cut where there's a lot of days where you just see her like eating an ice cream cone, and then the explosion goes, goes off, and she's like, oh... Oh yeah, yeah. That's still <laughs> happening. Guys, guys, maybe the, all the days she's been just uh, that she says at home she's been surfing the internet and she actually is oblong. <gasps> oh, <laughs> uh, looking for love. <laughs> yep, in all the wrong websites. Yep. <laughs> or perhaps she actually loves Bernard, that scraggly misanthrope, and impossible is, has been trying to save his life. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't see. I don't get maybe. it. But. Yeah, because, I mean, maybe at the beginning I would see that, but at this point, after him blowing up, I I think I would just be annoyed with him by this point. Like, yeah. oh, and this relationship is over. Here's <laughs> a question. Like, after after the bank explodes, and obviously the day, because then we switch to Mulder's point of view for when he wakes up. So does the day continue for Pam, and then the day resets when she goes to bed or falls asleep? Or does the day also reset when the bank blows up? I think the day might reset at the end of the day. Midnight. Mm-hmm. That's how so she could just go and enjoy herself for the rest of the day. <laughs> I, think you, I think you'd run out of things to do within that area. Like, you can't get very far. It's not like you can go to Paris for the day. You're not going to make it there. <laughs> You're not going to win the lottery. You're not going to get the money the by then. Yeah. There's no Netflix back then either. I, I, I stand by there's things to do. Plenty of things to do. <laughs> Even in that area, I'm sure there's a yeah. lot of things to do. Yeah. Try all the restaurants. Cash <laughs> <laughs> um, and dine everywhere. <laughs> yes. I've got a question about Bernard. Because, you know, we find out... Um, that she's, at one point she's like, uh, well, listen, hey, you can still go to work. You can just go back to your job. And then he's like, oh, mopping floors and get fired. So my theory is that Bernard is like, you know, he's like a janitor, sure. Um, and it's like, all right, Bernard, if you're late to work one more day, you're getting fired. And he's like already running late. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to get fired anyway. I'm not going to work. I'm just going to rob a bank. Because <laughs> yeah. it really, Probably, yeah. like, we just know he's going to get fired. And he, and I'm like, what's the, so what's going on here? Yeah. So he what just he happened to have the explosive job, yeah. vest. I meant to ask that exactly, <laughs> just for fun. I don't know his hobby or whatever. <laughs> he's so. a he's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got um yeah so we got Mulder putting his gun down in front of him like a moron. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Thinking that he's somehow going to talk Bernard out of it. I have no idea why. By he's offering gun up his gun. And um, instead, but at that point, Bernard doesn't know that he has a gun, does he? No. Yeah. Oh. Like, so why is he? Why doesn't he tuck the gun in the back of his pants and just go up and go, "Hey, man, I'm just a random guy," uh, <laughs> you know? And not, not I'm just a random hand. guy here to get some credit. <laughs> perhaps, <laughs> perhaps that's just a good way to get his chance, like really. A, yeah, I mean, that, that was my guess. Getting he cheap. Was, yeah, he was trying to almost gain his trust by saying, "Hey, I have I have a gun and I'm giving it to you. Just like you can walk he's... out of here." But really, that's stupid because if he yeah. knows this guy has a bomb, he's dealing with a crazy person. Yeah. yeah, here's here's a better solution. Hey, Mulder, why don't you say, "Hey, guess what? Uh, 
you've won customer appreciation day. Here's $500. <laughs> Nobody has to die. Because never forget, Mulder decides to bring in his girlfriend to be a sacrificial lamb. Yeah. That's $5. He, I think he's, you know... Mulder has some <laughs> financial issues as well. True, but I'm like, just cash that check and hand it to him. All right, okay. Or, yeah, um, you plan. know, <laughs> pull a Mulder and just shoot him without any questions right in the head and be done with the whole thing. I'd rather yeah, get his that, girlfriend that's murdered. That's what Mulder was going to do. Yeah, that's what... Yeah. That I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really thought at any point in time that's what was going to happen. Because yeah. at one time he does come in and just start shooting him. He just shoots him yeah. in the chest. And, and it turns out to be the bomb <laughs> that he shoots him in. So it's it's not out of the ordinary for him, even in this episode, to just shoot him. Yeah. Just walk up behind him and grab his arms. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yell, he's got a bomb. <laughs> You're good. You're good. Everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> through the unlocked door. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Scully comes in, yells drop it, and Pam is there, and Bernard wants them to get away. And uh, <laughs> Pam says, this isn't going to work. You can't be here talking to Mulder. Because, again, she just thinks he's a variable. She just has it stuck in her head that that's... Yeah. That's, I mean, I think that's why she can't do anything different, because somehow she has it stuck in her head that that he it's, is the it's, it's a metaphor for the 90s. People thought Mulder could fix problems, but in reality, no. We need to step up and do shit ourselves and not rely on Fox Mulder. He just gets people killed. Oh my goodness. Um, Mulder explains that Pam has been living in hell and watching him die every day over Mulder and over again. doesn't have to say this crazy stuff. I nope. was like, why are you speaking the crazy Mulder? Like, just say, this is his girlfriend. Like, you know, this is your girlfriend, Bernard. Um, do you really want to do this to her? Because you're either going to die, you know, by bombing this place, or you're going to get arrested. You're putting her through hell. You don't have to be, like, literal by reliving the day over again, you know? Yeah. That Mold has to go one step more crazy. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Pam throws herself in front of Mulder after Bernard hears the sirens and is going to shoot Mulder. And uh, she takes a bullet. It was more in her shoulder, it looked yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, drops to the ground as if she were dead. <laughs> and Scully is like, oh, she's not dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and... Pam says to Mulder, this has never happened before. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't try it. <laughs> yeah. Don't take a bullet for that, dude. It's not worth it. <laughs> um, I guess, and the next scene is when Mulder's on the couch, and yeah. I like that the transcript also explains that he's wearing a gray shirt and dark plaid pajama bottoms. <laughs> Why? Why, transcript? Why do I need to know that? <laughs> Mulder fashion watch. I know. <laughs> this is a very, very odd choice to put in here. Um, Mulder is late again for another meeting. But, well, but it's really just meeting with Skinner, not the no. same meeting. Um, and he wants to, he's asking for the report about the robbery. <laughs> Poor Skinner, he's now got to put up with their reports again. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And Scully would like to hear what happened or how he knew about um, Bernard. And Mulder says, just call it a feeling. And, uh, yeah. And it says that woman dies uh, in robbery attempt. And it's a picture of Pam. She just got shot in the shoulder, right? That's what it looks like. I, that's, I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> Listen, maybe she got sh- shot in the shoulder and then... Uh, the bullet ricocheted um, <laughs> through her body, uh, um, hit a rib, uh, then hit every th- major organ, then jumped through the heart. Yeah, because I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, because at the end, I was, I was just saying, you know, I, I could have seen woman got shot yeah. in a robbery attempt, or, or Perhaps. only one woman. Well, she was very dirty. Maybe there was infection. <laughs> oh. At least was. Uh, Eating really, really bad to pronounce somebody dead and just oh, okay. yeah. on her way out. Maybe she was a hemophiliac and the blood loss uh, Maybe. could be oh, contained and point. she bled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Death came for Scully, but Scully looked away real quick. <laughs> 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 I'm having to be there. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> oh, death. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, that's the episode Monday. <laughs> Mulder versus Scully. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna I... go with Mulder. I'm gonna have to go with Mulder with a shitty day like that. Don't you know days like that? I don't know about you guys, but it's really, really horrible. And I'm sorry I'm giving him this, this out to him out of pity. I know I'm not Mulder <laughs> this time. Your vote, you can do whatever you want with your vote. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm gonna get over, yeah, I know, it's, I'm it's gonna fun. get like, over. <laughs> Listen, your vote is your own. Everyone's allowed to have opinions on this podcast now. <laughs> but, I, I just wanted to point out one thing. I've only, uh, you know, guess, uh, was on this podcast once, and I was so proud <laughs> to be on a podcast where more than one... He did. He did. Oh. He did. <laughs> so, but no, I, I can't. I just, you know, normally, yeah, I'm, I'm Scully all the way. <laughs> this time, I'm just, I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> I just... I, I'm more of a, I'm not a Mulder fan. I'm a Scully fan through and through. But it feels like whenever I'm on, I have to say that Mulder wins the episode. Whatever the episode I'm on, it just seems like he's <laughs> the one who won. That's Scully like didn't do. Powers I was telling you about. Yeah, Scully doesn't do. She didn't do anything this episode. What'd she I, do? That's true. He, I, I agree. He basically. I mean, he he didn't really do much either. I mean, um, it was Pam. Well, okay, Pam was the Scully, key. Scully got but to have a threesome with Skinner idea. and his wife the day before. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but but, but Skinner was dressed in it with a wig and it was kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Mulder called Scully and said, "Bring Pam into the bank," and that saved them all. I mean, that stopped the that's that's that ended the episode. So Mulder gets it. I I I, I completely agree that that um you know Scully didn't do much this episode, and Mulder didn't do that much either. But need I point out, Mulder's water bed suddenly <laughs> flooded an apartment. He his finances are in shambles. <laughs> He did not blow uh, his brain out. He missed a meeting. He missed a meeting, got a woman killed. <laughs> what? You know, that was the 
was a boring meeting. He, it he was. And it actually... Had that's, that yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. true. Mulder could win yeah. for, for actually not having to go to that meeting over and over and over again. Because <laughs> that just seems like the worst day to sit in that mm-hmm. meeting. I think Skinner had the worst day. Yeah, Skinner yeah, definitely, definitely had the worst day. And his, his bad day continues. Oh, yeah, but Pam, she just didn't use it to yeah, her advantage. That's Pam's, that's, that's Pam's she, fault. That's her own problem. Yeah. That she has Listen, more- it, it, um, I believe it was Marky Mark who once said, if you don't sparkle, it's your bad. So... <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um I'm I'm okay with Mulder winning. Uh, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. He's not gonna win the season, so. <laughs> Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, she she only needs one more episode and she's got the season. <laughs> so I'm okay. Um, now, if it comes toward the end and I'm still like, oh, she needs one more episode, then guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to write down Scully. I don't care if everyone says Mulder. <laughs> Look who's in charge of this sheet. Wow. Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber alles, Uber alles, Teams are Hitler. <laughs> Don't worry, Tammy. I'm confident. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all the way Scully as well. So. <laughs> uh. This episode. <laughs> monster Runway, who's the monster? <laughs> according to this universe, Pam is the monster, and it's Oh, according to this universe, it's waterbeds. <laughs> waterbeds. You say it's Charles what? Pryor Hall, inventor of the modern yes. waterbed? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it's him. Scariness. <laughs> Oh, so scary. Yeah. He put uh, Jello in a bed and it decomposed. (laughs) Why would you not think it (laughs) This guy was an idiot. And yet still, people bought his product. No, that's... I'm going to find the perfect thing to put into a bed. Is it Jello? I love eating (laughs) Jello in bed. Oh, yeah. That could be the thing. Oh yeah, that's it. Mm. He's, he tried filling it with everything he's eaten in bed. He had like uh, cookies and yeah. ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, the ice cream bed. <laughs> that was an interesting month. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Oh, creativity? Uh, I'm very creative. <laughs> Think of all the things I've put in a bed. Uh, very, was very it the creative. pleasure pit? <laughs> yeah, it mm, is. That's right. That's what we call it. I'm putting a picture of him in the Skype so that you can vote on sex appeal. Oh, please. Oh, I hope it looks okay. like the one in my head. It's the only one I could find. <laughs> uh, come on. Oh, come on. Okay. Okay. Open up, open up. This is time. Oh no, nope. Musta- I'm sorry, but I've got a thing. Oh, okay. Um, minus uh, one. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I'm definitely. Love mustaches, but I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I like the world's biggest tie. How big is that tie? 
Well, you know, oh. they say the bigger the tie. Oh. So, yeah, <laughs> right. sex appeal on huh? that dude. How's about it? Huh? Nope. What do you think? No. What? What about my pleasure pit? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I tried so opening awful. it like five times and I have to keep closing it. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. Time for feedback. <laughs> This one's from Heidi. Yeah, yeah! <laughs> she's had it up this whole time. <laughs> 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 I just prepared. Add something. I'm a sad, sad, sad uh, hotmail user as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's from Heidi. Hey guys. Hopefully this episode isn't one that is hated as much as the day of the week by the same name. It'd have to be really bad. <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode has some very interesting camera angles. I know, really. <laughs> Watching Mulder oh. walking across the floor from the vantage point of his shoes was a bit strange, but I guess it wasn't boring. <laughs> <sighs> Mulder has an illegal waterbed. Mulder is having a very bad day. <laughs> Scully should, should be illegal. Become a hostage negotiator. That didn't go well at all. Oh no, it's Groundhog Day. This must be the newbie's worst nightmare, having to watch the X-Files episode. <laughs> 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 I think Scully would make an excellent hostage negotiator given all of her experience as a hostage. <laughs> yeah, really. Mm. Yeah, exactly. She could really get into the mind of a hostage. Uh, this is a, Oh, no. Pam and Bernard just doesn't roll off the tongue as well as Rose and Bernard, but she did mention Rose's bar. True. Hmm, this is interesting. Things are not happening exactly as they did before. So this idea of changing fate is strange. It's like, why would you make different choices in a situation where you know, where you don't know it's a redo? I guess it's sort of a chance situation. If the redo happens enough times, there is bound to be a different outcome at least once. Of course the ATM is out of order, because that's, that's the kind of day Mulder is having. So Pam is the one who is, re, who is, oh, I can't speak, who is reliving this day over and over. Usually in a Groundhog Day situation, it's one of the characters we know who is the one trying to stop it. This is an interesting take on it. So Mulder stays away from the bank this time, and Scully goes instead. Ugh. Didn't Pam say he was going to blow up the bank? Maybe I just heard that because I knew it would happen. Ah, now I see why one of our characters wasn't the one in the, t in the time loop. Pam had to die for it to end. This was actually a pretty good episode. Until next time, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Alright, we got feedback from Fry. Reporting in for the time loop episode. I know... Ever since Groundhog Day, everyone has considered this kind of story uninteresting or unoriginal, but I love it. Many shows have the obligatory their fears become a reality and they have to face them and they have to face them episode. But those are usually interesting. Why? Because they are about the characters. I would say that this is the same for time loop episodes. The concept is so interesting that I would be okay if just any about any show did it, with the exception of Charmed. I very strongly dislike that show. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a little oh, in. Wow. Yeah. And the claws uh, come out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, the opening scene is extremely well shot. Does anyone else feel like this is a season in that this season in particular is beautifully shot? Couldn't have been much better. I'm glad people are talking about the shots in this episode since it took two weeks to break down. Mm -hmm. Okay, reporting in. Sorry, go ahead. in. Oh boy. <laughs> Basically, Fry just repeated the beginning of the Waggity waggity. You're better than that. You're better than that. Nine out of ten Mulder buds. All right, we got a voicemail here. Hi, it's Ian here with my thoughts on the episode Monday, which earlier this year when I was on, I actually called Holiday. Anyway, for me, this is one of the most memorable episodes of X-Files, and I've been wanting you to get to it for quite a while now. Each time you put the episode sign-up sheet up, I'd look for Monday and make sure it was there. And finally, this season it was, and I didn't get it. So I hope the guest does a brilliant job and he really enjoyed this episode because it is memorable. It is actually a really good episode of X-Files. Originally, I thought I liked this just because it was a time loop episode and the mystery involved there. But there's more to it. It's a self-contained episode with a small cast and some really nice moments. Dacophony is a little bit overacting in places and Scully doesn't get enough to do. But you can argue the reason for this time loop happening is actually to save Scully because she's supposed to live forever. On the downside of things, Mulder still has a waterbed. I shouldn't be surprised now, but I kind of still am. He's not just got the waterbed, he's kept the whole frame. Oh, and I do have one other criticism. Why are the FBI paying in bank checks? Direct debits were already a thing in the 90s and they're a more secure and better way of paying your employees. Oh well, that would negate the whole story and we don't want to lose this one. Not this one. It's kind of awesome. I'm sorry and I snatched it but that was my first on my list as well when I signed up <laughs> for this season. Yeah, I don't know why he doesn't have direct deposit. The other thing I don't understand is why he doesn't, like, go to the bank when he gets his checks if he doesn't have direct deposit. No. Why does he just have work checks sitting around? <laughs> I actually don't know what you're talking about. It never worked like like that for me in my country, so I don't really understand it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What part doesn't... I've... Yeah, I've never had a job where I've had to pay checks in, like yeah, ever. exactly. I, and I, I even had a job, like my first job when I worked in like a convenience store. Um, I would work the entire weekend, like eight hours on a Saturday and a Sunday, and then at the end of that, I would get an envelope with a like twenty pound note in and like four pound coins because I made twenty four pounds for working all weekend, which is not even like fifty dollars. It's nothing. <laughs> Actually, yeah, for all the years of, like, you know, being an adult, I think I've... Because I am a hundred years bank... old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I've only, I think I've only used my checkbook once, like, for one check, literally one, for, like, in last 15 years. So I, I'm, I, I'm not no. an expert. I'm sorry. Four <laughs> reels. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I don't understand it. And again, like, 
I, I don't understand the not having direct deposit at the time, sure, but if you're not going to, and actually, it's just funny, Brad and I actually were just talking about this earlier this week, yes. about checks, and I can't believe we still have checks and yeah. checkbooks, and yeah. different things like that, that's just so odd, um, and also people who I personally know who have just done direct deposit in the last, like, seven years. <laughs> like, so they did creepy. not, they still were getting physical checks and going to the bank every paycheck to deposit wow. it. Yeah. But then that's my other point with Mulder is like, okay, fine, he didn't do direct deposit. It might even be a conspiracy thing, like he thinks that they would somehow have <laughs> access to his bank yeah. information or something. Like, something really weird. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. The lone gunman only get paid in, like, um, like weird, like, postal money orders. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, fine. But then why don't you deposit your check so you yeah. have it? available, and it's not a piece of paper with dollar symbols yeah, on it. Like, I, it doesn't make any so sense. Dumb. So, that's anyway. so can't. Alright. Sorry. Back to feedback. <laughs> uh, another voicemail <laughs> here. Hello, Internet. My feedback for Monday. I wish it were Sunday. <laughs> you know, that's my Monday. Um, anyway. So this, I, I enjoyed it a good bit. Uh, it was a good take on the Ground Hog Day slash uh, Twilight Zone scenario where you repeat the day. Um, I did think Pam could have been a little more helpful in stopping the guy with the bomb. Um, I know she, she drops a line in there where she's like, I called the police on him, I did this, I did that. But anytime we saw her trying to stop what was happening, it was just her running up to people, calling them by their name. And that's <laughs> not really all that helpful. Pretty much. Skinner. Mulder. Yeah, uh, what? How about, hey, there's a guy with a bomb in there. Hey, how about call first thing in the morning the FBI and tell him your boyfriend's got a bomb strapped to his, bo strapped to his body and they'll come to the house? <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of those scenarios? I don't know. Grab the steering wheel when you're driving on your way to the bank and crash into a car. There, there <laughs> Jesus, you go. There's Jesus another scenario. Grab the steering wheel and crash into a bus that's driving at you. I don't know. Pick something other than calling people by their names to try and stop him. But other than that, of course, we saw Creepy Mulder's bed and all that, but that's, yeah, that was all fine and well. Enjoyed the episode. Um, maybe like a 7 out of 10. Solid, uh, solid monster of the week, and uh, I'm guessing we're never going to see mythology again. Not that anybody's heartbroken. All right, goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, I know that's all. Thank you. Uh, I can read Daniel's. Daniel says, hey, Intro Talks, Season 6, Episode 14, Monday. I love that we get continuity for Mulder still having the waterbed from Dreamland. Just the worst continuity. They couldn't They couldn't just show Scully with, like, the penny dime thing. I like, that would have been... It's the best. It's, like, my favorite thing about X-Files. I'm serious. I love his I love his wife, and I love his waterbed. <laughs> we loved his wife. Yeah, his Nordan! Nordan was the she best was thing ever. Amazing, yeah. yeah, she was. Oh, God. She made me laugh. She made me want to cry, possibly. Scully. <laughs> um, Scully's When Do I Not is great. Washington, D.C. has to be just about the worst U.S. city ever to try and rob a bank in. You've got practically every federal agency within a few miles. How hard would it be for Pam to just open up with, specifically, there's a man in there with a bomb strapped to his chest, instead of being pointlessly vague and failing to get anyone's attention? 
Yeah, it's actually kind yeah. It's actually kind of funny how Pam's opening lines to Mulder about how he's passed her so many times on this on this sidewalk, sometimes a few minutes earlier or later, and her general anxiety make her seem like she's just just Mulder's crazy stalker or something. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Scully has nothing to worry about, even if Bernard blows that bank up. She's immortal now. She'd wake up and walk out of the rubble and be fine. Yep. Well, I guess... Yeah, but Mulder will be crying over the rubble. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how he feels about rubble. Oh, no. Just like with the looters. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess that was X-Files' take on the Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day concept. <laughs> Not, nope. nope. <laughs> there, <laughs> there was a lot of good face acting, I guess. Wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't Groundhog's Day, guys. It was Twilight Zone. Yeah. Remember, they yeah. stole from Twilight Zone. That's not right. Groundhog's Day. <laughs> you dummies. <laughs> Favorite thing was that uh, we got to see the waterbed again. Five out of ten missed opportunities to point out Scully's immortality. Looking forward to next week's episode, Daniel. Opinion spoilers. No. <laughs> All right, we got another voice email here. Matt, Matt, please, Matt, Matt, Matt. I thought this was only Mulder that was going to get killed this episode, but I was yeah. disappointed. It was Mulder and Scully. Over and over and over again. Yeah, I, I knew Mulder died over and over. I didn't know Scully was collateral damage. <laughs> so I knew, I knew something would happen that we've all wanted to see for a long time. Yes. It was, you know, it was tragic what happened. Scully. Scully. Anyways, you cracked the entire, the entire case here on the X-Files about, like, how this show and this universe works. Yeah, I did. So I, I have a theory, guys. I feel like... This episode is basically explaining Mulder's genie. There is no genie. There is no genie. It's just every episode is a Monday episode. Mulder does it over and over again till he gets it right. Yeah. Yeah. And then once it falls in his favor, yeah, the episode's, you know, that's, that's the, the one, episode. That's the one we see. That's the one we see, oh. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my crazy theory. I don't know what you guys think about it, but I think I'm right. I think you're right, too. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> but he's always wrong. I Oh, wow. I think Mel's right as well. It's like a video game, and once Mulder, oh, you know, awesome. gets it correct, then he goes to the next level, which is the next. Well episode. done, Mel. Yeah. I was. I'm sorry. I've I've just cut in with Matt, 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 and Mel. Uh, <laughs> it was just because I'm I'm aware that Matt is a sucker for time loop and time travel. Um, uh, you know, shows or uh, movies. So <laughs> I was hoping to hear from them as well. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, that brings us to ratings. Uh, Matt, what is your rating for Monday? Well, <laughs> I know that people really love this episode. Um, I, it's got good production values, uh, explodey bank, uh, really yeah. well done, and good performances. And there's a melancholy feel that's kind of uh, interesting. It's a nice change of pace from all the comedy episodes. But I just don't like it very much. Um, there's something about it that's just kind of samey and sad and oh, <laughs> I'll give it a 8 out of 10 added variables making crime trends for the coming year particularly hard to predict <laughs> <laughs> nice it's, a, it's an 8 for an episode you wow. don't like very much I know really I'm, well I, I respect it Alright, yeah, because I, I've just I've got to revise my rating because <laughs> I and I didn't give any higher than 
Okay, but <laughs> no, you know, guys, if you've asked me like 10 years ago, that used to be my favorite, all-time favorite, um, um, you know, X-Files episode, but that was, uh, I didn't know all of them. Like, at the moment, probably Clyde Brackman. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. not probably, but for sure, Clyde Brackman would rate higher. But it used to be because I always was a sucker for, for time loop travel and stuff like that and also i love ed on northern exposure <laughs> and, uh, you know and oh a lot of i don't know I, it's memorable memorable like uh, a few of the feedbackers you know uh, noticed so i thought it was like it really stuck in my mind for years and years and i thought it was my like one number one it's not anymore but it's still i i've rewatched it uh, no, today again, and I was still surprised because I thought I was I was like really embracing for um, 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 not being as as swept off my feet or uh, as impressed as I used to be. But I'm, uh, and I, I thought I would embrace myself for a disappointment, but it was much better than I thought it would be. Like it's <laughs> it's it's well shot, well acted in many parts. <laughs> I won't go into detail. <laughs> Uh, I, I really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I was, I was, than I thought um, that I, I, I was afraid of <laughs> that I wouldn't. And um, so um, I would go probably like eight and a half. And um, hmm, what would be my rating? Probably high pressure water beds. I just can't get it. <laughs> yes, high pressure water beds. You know, to accommodate uh, uh, for all that much of water there. <laughs> Oh, gross, Brad. <laughs> um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was it was it was it was a fun episode. Um, I I also enjoy the time loops. I still feel like um, the sad sack could have done more with her time loop time, um, but whatevs. Um, I. <sighs> I, I feel like David Duchovny ad-libs in this episode weren't as offensive as usually, um, because there yeah. was definitely some, and I was like, uh, but not as bad as usual, so yeah. I, I'll give some credit there. Um, I do wish Scully had gotten to do more. I wish there had been more between Scully and Skinner and his secretary, because <laughs> the tension was high. It really was. <laughs> And amazing. And things have happened. Things have happened. Um, so I will go... Uh, I will go 7 out of 10. Um, I miss Kirsch. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Claire? Um, yeah, I mean, I like time loop stories as well. And this one was fine. It... I think they could have written it better. Um, I, I, I wish it had been cleverer. Is the thing. I wish it. I wish it had been a Darren Morgan episode. Not in that it would have been wacky and funny, but I think it would have been cleverer. Um, I yeah, it was fine. I think seven out of ten. Skinners wearing naked Skinners wearing red wigs. Oh my god, that's like... Sweet dreams, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to be terrified. Yeah, I, um... I was... The episode was fine. It was okay. Um, I enjoy time loop episodes as much as the next person. Um, I just, I don't know, like, 
Maybe. I Actually, I do know. It was because the focus was on Mulder. That's why this episode annoyed me. If the focus were on Scully and it was her day over and over again and she was the variable or whatever, thought to be the variable, and we focused more on her, I think I would have enjoyed the episode more. So, yes. Hey, I have figured out that is what my problem is with this episode, is it was so Mulder. <laughs> it was just I wish they like Mulder. worked it out together. You know, rather than it yeah. just be Mulder works it out. They but, both worked out. But that's how together. it almost always is. It's yeah. It's really just. But it, it couldn't have been Scully because she would have had direct deposit and had no reason yeah, to go to the exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she was yeah. on time to meetings and, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. It, I, I, sorry to interrupt, but it is like almost like a, a, a slow light uh, shadow of sexism on this episode. The fact that it is all about Mulder. Yeah. This one woman is the person that is like, can actually do things, but the only thing she can really do is be a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> man. Mm. Because it's all about dudes doing shit. Yeah. Well, because Mulder is Chris Carter. Of course. Actually, I I thought that what Scully said was, like, proven right. She said that um, the the, the choices we make and characters we are, and uh, that determined the fate. And that was true. Like, Mulder kept doing the same thing because he's the person that, you know, does that. Because he never learns. Imbalanced, yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought that yeah I'm a <laughs> I'm a woman you know <laughs> like, it's like very misogynistic <laughs> yeah I just uh, I, I just don't I just don't like the character of Mulder I know that's shocking to everybody but what is that so but yes understand yeah I mean because the episode itself was was fine and um. And I, I liked watching the changes. I do like that they did switch. I Not the camera angles, because honestly, I didn't notice it. But <laughs> that they just switched up, you know, what we focused on in each scene. So we kind of learned a little bit about different characters um, and their progression and what their day was like every day. So it wasn't really the same day over and over again for us, the viewer. And I really did like the explosion at the beginning. Um, I... So last week I gave Awamala 7, so I'll give this a 7.5, because I did enjoy it more than last week. So 7.5 out of 10, um, I don't know, time loop problems. I don't know. Uh, so that gives this episode six, uh, 7.6. Me and Claire like this season exactly the same amount, by the way. And Tam- Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow! Weird! Yeah, that's never happened. <laughs> mm. Wow. Usually Brad and I are vying for the bottom and I'm I'm yeah. up ahead. This You're a big fan. I am. A big fan. I do I, it, I do love this yeah. season. I yeah. really enjoy this season. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I told you from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's an episode I gave one, nine and a half like for goodness sake. Eighty episodes to get to season six. Yeah. I, I, and it's it's the range. I've given an episode a nine and a half, and I've given an episode a two. So there's <laughs> quite the range. But a lot of solid eights this season from me. It's, it's the just, standalones uh, that are doing it. It's the, it's no. the two it parters have been Ugh. killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two parters have been yeah. five and a half and a two, and then the other one was a five and a six. Everything else has been pretty much. Only these past two episodes have been sevens. Everything else for me have been eights or above. I really, I really like the season. You're a big fan of the X Files. If if it had, like I said when we started the season, if we had started with the movie and this season, yeah. I would be the biggest fan of the X Files. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> if I didn't have all the baggage from previous seasons, 
then, uh, yeah. So, that's it for Monday. Uh, so, Monday. Matt and Mila, are you guys sticking around for <laughs> Millennium Minute? I'm so sorry, actually. I, I would love to. I did not watch the episode, though, and I've got my parents over at the moment. Oh, okay. So I, I had to, I, I just send them off for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and now I need to let them know. And I would love to, especially that Matt is here. And uh, I didn't expect that. I did, you know, I yeah. it's Ina. So, um, Ina's uh, uh, this so weekend sorry. in a Thomas Kincaid cottage. <laughs> <can>. So, <laughs> but if I just might, just you know, quickly cut and say to Matt that thank you, thank you ever so much for your amazing work on uh, Deadwood uh, podcast because I, I love it. I love it. I listen wow. uh, religiously. I I stay quiet. I know you don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun, and the, you know the the. the show is fantastic and, and and you're doing great work with your podcast so thank you that is so nice of you to say yeah. <laughs> thank you mila oh well so mila um, and don't be a, you don't have to be uh quiet you can send us will, your thoughts i'm just i'm just this is i'm i'm like the biggest slacker, slacker ever i'm just you know <laughs> if, if you look at procrastination you will see my picture i'm i'm, I'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for the compliment. That means a lot to me. So, I probably, you know, at one point I will. <laughs> in, ca- in case she doesn't, she's letting you know now. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. Yes. Um, thank, you. thank you. You know, all the rest, you know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm having... <laughs> Mila, um, where can we I find you online? Uh, just, you know, I'm just a fan of, you know, an awful podcast. Um, I'm, I'm in the groups and, and that's that, on Facebook group. And, um, She's Mila's <laughs> a Facebook groupie. <laughs> that's that. Yes, yes, I'm a listener. I'm, I'm not, you know, very actively um, doing anything. Well, we love having you on, so thank you so yeah. much for joining thank us. You. <laughs> just one question. Uh, is my is my connection uh, that lousy as it is uh, as it was before again? Because no, really no. Disappointed. Okay, okay. Because no. uh, you know, <laughs> I was really, really sad that um, I worked um, on my really good uh, headset. And I- <laughs> <laughs> the connection made my it sounds really, really bad. No, you're like, great. Okay. You're fine, Mila. Well, go let your parents back in your house. I know. <laughs> getting tired of waiting outside. <laughs> Alright, thanks, Mila. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. And take care. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. Alright, Claire, did you watch Millennium this week? First question. <laughs> Yes, I did. I still haven't seen last week, but I did watch this week. No problem. All right, what was on Millennium this week, Claire? This week was collateral damage. Peter's daughter is kidnapped by a Gulf War veteran slash vampire who hopes to force the Millennium group into admitting their crimes. Frank and Emma attempt to help, but Peter seems determined not to betray the secrets of the group. Are we sure it's not the Schwarzenegger movie where he plays a firefighter named Gordon Brewer? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Angel, explain. Yeah. Well, because it's Spike. Oh, I see. Okay. So Angel was in la- like last week's episode. <laughs> yes. that I haven't seen, and Spike's in this week's episode. <laughs> Which is very exciting. Indeed. I loved it. Oh, James, I, I thought James Masters was awesome. He was so good. Yeah, he I was. I love him. I, I like did a little squeal, like a very, I tried to be quiet because Dan was asleep and I was like, 
And did you did you know that from the uh, credits? No, I didn't even no, I didn't even notice. Nine Tully showed up, and I was like, what? Oh my god! Yeah, me too. Not until he took the mask off, I was like. Yeah, I um, because my notes up until that point were, what are they doing to his daughter? This is terrifying. Yeah. Unless she's in a spa. <laughs> they also kind of scrub you down Worst in a spa. spa ever. Yeah, yeah really. Spa. <laughs> and yeah, and I didn't like that they were making Watts just more like just evil at that point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then yes, after that was pretty much just, oh my god, it's James Bond. It's so exciting. <laughs> I thought it was weird that they officially said that only 71 people died at the end of season 2. Because I don't think they've said numbers before. I know we were surprised that it was a lot smaller than we thought. But 71 yeah. people. I know yeah. that's, you know, it's sad that 71 people died. But I really thought it was going to be more than that. Yeah. yeah. It should have been more. It should have been at least 7,000. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I like the tie-ins to the, to the last season. I thought yes. it was a good way to bring that... Yeah. That yeah. thread back, um, and it kind of comes out of you know in the second act. It's a little surprising. Yeah. And I like seeing uh, Jacinda Barrett, who I knew at the time yes. from Real World London. It was so funny because when you said that on Twitter, to me, I was like, "Oh my god, that is Jacinda!" Because I too watched Real World of London. World. Not that I watched all of them, but I just remember liking um, them the best. Uh, everybody else said it was the most boring season because they never fought or there was no petty uh, bickering. Uh, that's why I liked it because they were just good kids. Uh, <laughs> just a good bunch kids of good London. kids. <laughs> just a bunch of good kids. Oh, Do you remember that scandalous shit. episode when they went out for a malt with two straws? <laughs> <gasps> no, but there was Scandal. an episode where one of the kids wanted to put a play. He was like a playwright, so he was putting on a play in their flat and they all helped him out. And it, yeah. was, it was so nice. nice. Much better than the, um, uh, you know, succeeding uh, seasons, which was all about hot, hot tub sex. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. But that is when I was watching Real World. That was back in the day. Because yeah. when you said that, I'm like, I was thinking, no, that's not just Cinda. And I had to look it up because I, uh, um, I kind of didn't believe you. I thought you were messing with me. <laughs> um, but it was, and that was hilarious to me. And uh, Taylor... Watts is kind of a badass. She basically yeah. saves the city. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's something I noticed I have to mention. So, Frank's hair. I'm a bit obsessed with Frank's hair in this season. <laughs> because in this episode, it's like red, like chestnut red, all over but white at the sides, and the white seems to be slowly creeping up over yep. the season. As and much as Peter's of... mustache is creeping down. Yeah, <laughs> and it kind of looks like Frank is slowly morphing into a red panda, and I like it. Because <laughs> he's the exact, his hair's the exact same colouring as a red panda, and it's like a, a red panda sitting on his head. I've gone from <laughs> red I, dragon I... to red panda. <laughs> I'm gonna be... A, a really old red panda sensei, like the red panda sensei from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, it's I. I just I'm I'm a, I kind of want to like take a screen cap of his hair in every episode of this season to compare because <laughs> I'm kind of fascinated by it. Yeah, it's it, it was a really good episode. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And yes, with the the two <laughs> two people that I recognized. One after it was brought to oh, my attention. Did you recognize still. the bloke at the very start of it, Tammy? The bloke who was with 
uh, no. Taylor, he was from Roswell. I don't know his oh, name. No, but I, I was like, I oh, no, I know. Brendan. Brendan Fair. He was oh, in yeah, another Millennium it, yeah. episode. He was at the beginning of it was season two. Yeah, the, I remember the, him in one the Insane Asylum one. Um, I can't remember what it's called right now, but uh, he gets murdered at the start of that one. Yeah. So this is um, his second. Uh, he's never made it past the teaser. I'm waiting for <laughs> us to, to see Hollis actually become a badass, and when Frank walks out, for her to actually walk out with him and not be pulled in by uh, Slackjaw Yokel. Um, <laughs> Bullfrog Andy? <laughs> yeah, Bullfrog Andy. Uh, yeah, be- um, I. I- as always, every time you mention Hollis, I'm like, wait, Hollis was in this episode <laughs> every time. But yeah, she was she was in the episode to argue with Bullfrog Andy because Bullfrog Andy's like, oh now, oh shucks now, Ribbit Ribbit, you know that? Well, he it's his daughter. He ain't gonna weep while people's eyes are Ribbit Ribbit. Yeah. yeah, it was really <laughs> annoying. It was Hate like him. because you know Frank walks out because he's not allowed to say anything bad about the Millennium Group apparently, Ugh. and um. Hollis goes to walk out with him, and he kind of calls her back, and instead of her just being, like, a strong person and saying, no, this is totally not right, she she, she just sits her ass right back down. Okay. Actually, I'll she kind of stands. I don't think... I think they yeah, cut away before they she... Co- before she, she what you she know she sat down. Come on. Yeah. Let's not try and pretend that she walked the out of that office. sat down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ever... I, like, it's... hot ho- boss... Hollis looks confused, and Bullfrog Andy doesn't understand what's going on. That's what those two characters do. What? Huh? Yeah, I don't... I just... They could use her so much better. (laughs) Anything. Anything. I'll I'll take it at this point. Let's go back to when she used to just show up at Frank's house unannounced all the time. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't know what a phone was. (laughs) Sorry I didn't call. (laughs) Yeah, I feel I, like they don't need her on the show, but no. it's like they—it's like the network said you have to have Frank has to have a partner. It can't yeah. just be Lance yeah. Hendrickson all the time. Maybe Lance was like, I can't be in every scene all the time. I'm exhausted, so they had to give her. They had to create a character. They created a character who's just not necessary. Yeah, but they could use her. He could have a yeah. partner, and it would work out fine. But they don't. It's almost like they're mad that they have to have her there. Yeah. She's a wet blanket. Yeah. Like, and she should be under... Let's put her undercover. Yeah. Let's have an episode where Hollis goes undercover. Yep. To investigate the Millennium Group. Yeah. 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 Although I guess she couldn't now because Peter Watts knows her too oh, yeah, well, yeah. so she can't, but... Oh, Peter Watts. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. I, Although that, I like that, that scene at was... the end was really sad, like with his yeah. daughter crying mm. when he's talking about forgiveness and all that stuff, and uh, and she's like, "Oh, is it true?" And then they just cut it off. Oh. I still think his daughter should have died. Like his daughter should have died, and that should be why he's like a supervillain now. Yeah, didn't he have more daughters? Because it looked like there were only three at the dinner table. Didn't he have like four or five? They're slowly no, he getting had, killed he off. He, he only had three. three. He's oh, always okay. had three. He, he okay. had his three daughters speech. Oh, okay. In the, in the oh, yeah, of course he did, yeah. Maybe because that's just a lot of kids to me, and I'm like, that just. If you have three, you might as well have ten. I don't know. Yeah, at that point. <laughs> like, I got a package in the mail from uh, Matt of Matt and Mel fame. It's Lance <laughs> Hendrickson's autobiography. Not bad for a human. Nice. It's a signed copy. But I want to I wanna nice. read you something from his autobiography. 
He well, says it, it won't be as creepy as the the actress that played Emma Hollis. Oh. No, there's, I, there's, I don't think there's anything about Bill Cosby uh, in here. Good. He says there were a few times when scripts would come in and suddenly somebody I respected would now be an enemy, like Terry O'Quinn's character, who was my best friend in a lot of ways. I would go, "Oh fuck, why did you do that? Why?" <laughs> I felt like the writers were disrespecting the character. It really threw me off track, and I'd have to pull way back and look at him anew and try to find things I could dislike about him, but it was hard to do. Wow. I love I love him so much. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> he's the best dude. <laughs> wow, that's so... I have one more quote. Let's find I, too, I don't like what they've done to... Yeah, because, I, because I found it so annoying that um, Peter's basically still cho- chose the Millennium Group over his daughter. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And that's, that's because, so like, terrible. In the last season, it it was... I really liked the idea that, like, when it got, at the end, when it started to get really culty. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, he was brainwashing the Millennium Group, and the only thing that was giving him, like, some, like, question was, like, his family. Yeah. And that's where we ended the last mm-hmm. season. And I feel like... They should have either killed off his daughters, and he should, we should we should still have that that cult thing going on. That yeah. we should see that we should see that crazy cult thing going on in Peter Watts now. We should see Means being Well, maybe cult. we're starting to. Maybe maybe this is the trajectory of his maybe. character. I I hope so. I hope, I hope so. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, this would be a good like wake up call for him yeah. if he was getting brainwashed because he does like on the sly allow Frank and Hollis to go look for his daughter. Yeah. Um, even though he can't say he's part of it because then the Millennium Group, you know, could do something terrible to him. But, um, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, okay, I've got, a, I've got another quote from Lance. Mm. Okay. Those apocalyptic episodes weren't my favorites. For centuries, people have been talking about the end of the world, and it's a big build-up to nothing. Look what happened in 2000, and now people are talking about 2012. It is such a hodgepodge of middle-class boredom. It's a desperate attempt to try to make Christianity more marketable. Please don't tell me about the end of the world. It's a sham. Inevitably, I'm coming to the end of my life. That's the only end of the world I'll ever know. God, I love Lance Henderson so much. (laughs) He's He's the best guy in the world. (laughs) Except that I like the apocalyptic episodes. World's greatest human, indeed. (laughs) He's, He's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, um, anything more about this episode of Millennium other than, yes, <laughs> so good. Good. <laughs> it was good. Good stuff. I oh, thought I to... James Masters was genuinely really good. Yeah. I thought he was great in it. I really, oh. yeah. Art Bell. Art Bell was in this episode <laughs> yes. of Millennium. They, and, like, it's straight up, really? like, yeah. Frank goes on coast to coast. Yep. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I didn't know who that guy was. Oh yeah, like he does the crazy UFO um, late night show, and I don't think I've ever seen him before. He looks like a straight up fro hickey. <laughs> yeah, he looks like you'd expect. Yeah, it's like wow, that's uh, that is not what I expected him to look like because I don't expect any human to look like a fro hickey. <laughs> <laughs> but makes all the sense in the world. Uh, also, keep in mind he married like he like got some weird uh he went overseas and like married some young like asian girl and uh it's a super shifty uh mail order bride situation (laughs) yeah and they live in his weird little compound in like nevada so (laughs) never forget (laughs) do they live in um brindleton with a 
you know, Wilfred Brimley on his compound. No, no. Are they compound neighbors? That would be cool. Maybe you can visit him when you uh, go visit that mailbox. Mm. Yeah. Field trip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anything else for this episode of X-Files or Millennium? No. What's on for next week's Millennium, Claire? I'll tell you when I (laughs) (laughs) I do have it open. I'm just going back to it. Here we go. So next week is The Sound of Snow. Someone mails Frank a cassette tape containing seemingly harmless white noise, but Frank links copies of the tape to the bizarre deaths of two people. Also, Frank is visited by the ghost of his dead wife. Whoa! (laughs) Um, I like that that's just at the end. I love this episode. Sounds good. Uh, The promotional tagline is, Tonight, Frank just doesn't meet his dead wife. He may join her. So is this just white noise? I I don't like that they're tipping that part of it. That's kind of shitty. Is, is this... Well, that was the promotional tagline at the time. What do you want me to do? I didn't write it. <laughs> is this the Michael Keaton movie White Noise? Because it sounds like the exact yeah, same thing. Right. Yeah. Those guys sound like that. Um, so that's exciting. And then next week, X-Files is Arcadia. Any ideas? Didn't we the, have an Arcadia the, the episode in Millennium? Arcade is in it. And he, he is trying to kill Mulder. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yep. That's what happens. Yeah. Well, and he of... succeeds. Yeah. Again and again. And again, is, and again and again and again. This is what's gonna happen. He's gonna yeah. That's don't believe me. Just watch. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that episode oh, that last okay. weekend, was very happy to see Deborah Christofferson in that uh, episode. Lila from Carnival. Oh. Hmm. Um, yeah, we had a Millennium episode called In Arcadia Ego, and that was the one with the two women that ran off out of the jail. That was a really good episode of Millennium. Let's see if uh, X-Files holds up to their (laughs) Arcadia episode. Nope. Nope. So, yeah. Won't happen. I know. Hmm. (laughs) Like Matt's, like Matt Humphrey says, uh, the X-Files has its own, uh, curve (laughs) We have to grade on, and millennia can be graded on the regular yeah. TV curve. <laughs> oh, so sad. Okay, so uh, Matt, where can we find you on the internet? Well, as Mila mentioned, you can find me on Hooplecast. That's H O O P L E Cast dot com, or an intro cast about uh, the HBO series Deadwood. Nice. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, last minute here. Yeah, it was fun. Yay, waitlist. All right. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> it for the uh, this week's episode of Monday. Mm, Monday. Let's not do that again. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 Missing you already. Missing you already. Missing you already. All of our episodes are available to download or stream at our website, introtox.com, or via iTunes and Downcast. You can email us at mail at introtox.com. Please put the episode title in the subject line and keep voice messages under two minutes or else. Join our spoiler-free Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash introtox. You can find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip or at yippodcast.com, I'llwatchthatmovie.com, and dvmpe.com search for Walking Dead Podcast. I'm on Twitter at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S and on the Ramjack Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at MayaFire and on Etsy.com at MayaFireprints. Prince.